I can think of only one thing that could lift my spirits right now. Beer. 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 This is Drink of Ages on ESPN 97.5. The only show dedicated to craft beer, spirits, and music. Here's your host and luminary, John Denman. John Denman. All right, welcome everybody to this week's episode of Drink of Ages Radio Show. I'm John Denman, DJ Muskratch, the producer, sitting over here at Drink of Ages Pub. Like we are most weeks, not every week, but we are back over here where we sit around and drink some really good beers, talk to some really great people, and eventually put a show together. Uh, This week, oh wait, wait, let's talk about some sponsors real quick, because this week's episode is sponsored by Bell's Brewery Oberon, and this wheat ale is 5.8%, and Oberon is a classic summer beer. Nice spicy hop character with mildly fruity aromas. Grab some Oberon for your beer fridge and you know sit by the pool with. It's perfect for a sunny afternoon. So, this week's episode of Drink of Ages, we have brand new people, the new kids on the block. The I'm trying to think of what some other terms that we can throw out there. Awesome rookies. The, the rookies. Yes. <laughs> yes. Cats in town. The coolest cats in town. <laughs> The freshman, <laughs> yes, uh, 4J Brewing Company. We have Jennifer, Larry, and Paige. <laughs> Hello. Hey, hey. Hello out there. So <laughs> we have Dad Larry. Dad Larry. Yeah. Uh, daughter Jennifer. Friend Paige. Number one fan. Number one fan. <laughs> <laughs> she's, and she's in place of Mom Marilyn. Yes. Yeah, Mom Marilyn took the. I brewed this morning, so she took the grain to the farm, and she's feeding uh, two cows, two little baby cows that just were born two weeks ago, and a bred heifer right now. Yeah, and so, two mamas. Yeah, so. So you this, guys have a farm. Yeah, that's where the this grain is where goes. 4J comes from. 4J yep. Ranch. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's where a, Mom is. Hey, I, I I call my house a farm because we have a. A lot of animals and I have a daughter so we ended up with four chickens two dogs two cats two hamsters a bunch of fish oh my gosh uh, we had and that's where that's, I, awesome. I, that's where I drew the line yeah. right <laughs> everything else and is just there <laughs> everything else you know is naturally occurring yeah. the squirrels the rabbits and and uh, the there's possums no, there's no attendance for them they're just there they're, they're, they're just there you know sometimes they sleep in the attic you know one night and but uh, at this point, we only have two chickens left, and somehow they're like eight or nine years old, and I guess oh that's God. old for chicken life. But they they have lived pretty decently. Yeah. Yeah. So well, you, well, the two that are still alive have lived well. Yeah. So do you eat the eggs or is, we are did. they producing or no? Uh, no, I think they probably have hit menopause or whatever chickens go through. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, I, I, mean, I don't we know. Are, we don't know. Get there eventually. <laughs> do you know, Dad? Men a egg. Minna egg. Minna egg. <laughs> yes. No. And so, but when they were, when of course, yeah, they were they were laying like they, sometimes they would walk outside. There's like six eggs. Like two of you guys or girls are working overtime here. <laughs> and uh, so we ended up with four hens, which was great. Wow. And so they were they were badass little silkies. I don't know uh-huh. if they're the Bantam silkies. They got a little. They're super white and they have these big white afros and they're just like beautiful wow. chickens. And they're like little pets. So when you walk through the yard, they follow you around oh and, and they like peck on the back door, you know, because they want to come hang out with you. You sit down, they just, you can pick them up, put them on your shoulder, and they're just, you know, cool little creatures. But um, 
Yeah, tragically, one got in the neighbor's backyard and the dog, and then another oh. one. There was a much bigger possum uh, made in the backyard. R.I.P. So, R.I.P. Yeah. Myrtle and Betty, whatever. Oh, I think oh. Were there. what's your daughter's? Uh, like, what? How does that go with your daughter? Uh, well, the bad part was, um, the worst part was that there's like, all right, there's a possum in the chicken coop at three o'clock in the morning. I live in the middle of a neighborhood, so you just can't walk out there like yeah. guns blazing, yeah. and ready to go. So you had to, you know, take care of the situation, kind of. Indiscreetly, Quietly. or very discreetly, <laughs> not indiscreetly. Yes. Unfortunately, I indiscreetly took it and handled it right by their bedroom windows where oh, I thought they no. were in the living room, but no, they were looking out the window. Oh, no. As we do the whole, uh, what was the gangster movie with the baseball? Goodfellas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, Goodfellas. Yeah, I had to do a little Goodfellas. And <laughs> they still remind me of that. Oh, of no. That. Like, Dad, I remember. R.I.P. Betty and Myrtle. What it's like, hey, man, don't mess with my chickens. You know, that's, that's, don't mess with my chickens. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, never had any cows. Uh, almost went home with some goats a couple times. Like the little miniature, weird little, I mean, they don't even look real, but they're like the little small. Hey, goat yoga yeah, is a thing goats, now. Right? Yeah. That, I don't know how that everywhere. is, but yeah. it is very popular. It is. Have you heard of that, Dan? No. They, these people are crazy. <laughs> they meet up. There are farm park. animals, yeah. and you put like you do yoga. You know what yoga is, right? right? Okay, so you do yoga, and you put the goat, like little baby goats, on your back. They, they climb on you. They climb up. They climb they up. They hang out, and they all on your body. And that's the other thing. People think like little pigs are cute, and I'm, you know, the farm and you know the ranch owners and us are saying no. These are, you know, <laughs> they're filthy <nasty> animals. animals. <laughs> They yes. tear up the everything and yeah are gross and uh, so anyways yeah that's Pulp Fiction man they was yeah. right Sir, yeah I don't dig on swine <laughs> but people love them so. I like I like <laughs> yeah we were in Denver walking through and somebody was walking down the sidewalk just with a pig oh it's my just gosh like, they are cute they're hey, little man. And they're, I will say like smart little creatures yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah they have great scent they can smell you from mile and maybe like kind of dumb but like they can smell you I have a friend that doesn't you. eat bacon or ham simply because she loves baby pigs oh my gosh that's my daughter she uh, will eat uh, like, a 20 ounce ribeye yeah. and I'm like don't you think that cow's cute well yeah but it tastes good <laughs> yeah. like, don't you realize like with pigs they become such a pest Right. Yeah. So I'm like, don't you realize what they turn it she's like I can only remember the little yeah, baby they are pig. cute though like they're cute but bacon mm-hmm. you know bacon. yeah I know Bacon's, bacon's pretty cute. <laughs> yeah, bacon. Yeah, when it's, uh, yeah, when. On anything. A nice anything. BLT. <laughs> bacon wrapped jalapeno poppers. Yeah, yeah. Those, are, those are pretty cute. Yes. Has there been a bacon beer? I feel like there's everything else. But there's bacon or Buffalo Bayou also. made I'm their sure. bacon, oh, yeah. maple bacon chili oh, yeah. jam. That's right, that's right, that's right. Yes. Yeah, of course. Yep. And I'm sure somebody else has that. done one. I know. Uh, which, yeah, I mean, you get the smoke flavor in there and some other stuff but uh, one of the one of the fun things that's happened here in Houston and this was probably like four or five years ago uh, Crisp uh, at the old location uh, when it was above like Pub Fiction mm-hmm. Crisp I yeah, think that was, yeah, yeah. wasn't that Crisp that was above Pub Fiction I don't know well they did a, there was like a bacon and beer pairing thing uh-huh. and so there was all these different styles of bacon and then yeah. they had a beer to go with it and yeah. mm. The candied bacon, the eighth wonder made. Oh. 
That I dream good. about it. Yeah, I am it's, right now. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Already dreaming. Yeah, it is not bad. Uh, well, it's uh, 4J Brewing Company. So 4J Ranch. <laughs> yeah, hey, to bring that back. That's cool. I work yes. Yeah. Beer so before we really go on the, the like bacon rabbit hole, yeah. uh, <laughs> and we can't bacon, get back, which could go on for the next hour. Yes. <laughs> well, you should see the cows eat the grain from the beer. Oh, they the love beer it. Match. They just love it. They they will lick holes in the wood in the feed <laughs> yeah. trough trying to get the, all the grain out of there. Yeah. I believe it. They're it's good. I mean, that stuff is great for chickens yeah. and everything. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. It's very high protein. Yeah. Well, I thought. The deer, right? Yeah. So the deer like it, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, the deer but love it. They, it, it. It spoils quickly. So if we don't get to the farm quick enough, we'll give it to hogs and do a hog kind of thing with all that and um but if we we get there quick enough then we'll feed it to cattle first because you know they'll feed their cows and then deer but it's not deer season right now so they're not really around there's a lot of acorns and it's so green right now yeah yes so um but during the winter time oh man they they'll eat it in a a day so 4j recycles Mm -hmm. yes yeah pro recycling yeah everything goes full circle full circle (laughs) Well, the, the grains, the spent grains from the brewery, uh, even like back in my homebrew days, was I always wanted to, to well, all right, I'm good. I'm, I have like five things in my head. But one thing that people do a lot with, uh, they make doggy treats. Yes. And, yeah. but then they'll, they'll do it and they're like, oh man, we, we took the spent grains then we added bananas and uh-huh. peanut butter and a little cinnamon, you know, whatever. And we made this nice little dog treat. I'm like, man, can I taste it? Yeah, you <laughs> can. You can. Right. And I do. Yes. Yeah. He tastes every dog treat we give our dogs. He tastes all the, <laughs> he tastes the dog treat. They've made dog yeah. treats before. I, made, I just looked up a recipe and it's like spent grain, um, flour, one egg and peanut butter. My dog and loves you them. can You can eat it. Sounds I mean, like a, a it's, breakfast sandwich. Yeah. Of some For sort. Christmas yeah, every year, bar. she gives me some, and my pug goes. Well, I give it your dogs. <laughs> she gives me and my dogs some, and my dogs love it. Yeah. That's your work snack. Yeah. Is dog treats. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But yeah, uh, just crumble yeah, it up I, in a bowl, a little milk on yeah. top. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some strawberries. Yeah. They go. They go. And my dog Hoover. So he's the brew dog. So if you follow us, follow us, he's a puggle, and um, he's he's always at four J, and he's. Literally, I have to pull him away. He tries to eat the grain when I'm milling it. Like he'll try and eat the grain, or he when I'm when I dump it out when I'm brewing, he'll it's fresh out of the pot, you know, the the mash tun, and he's eating it out of the bucket. I'm like, stop! <laughs> That's not yours. That's you know? not yours. That's for the cows. Yeah. <laughs> it belongs to the cows. Yeah, yes. it's not yours. <laughs> we need to feed them and make them super happy for make yeah. us happy later. What last week I opened the. Um, the grain mill, you know, the you can open it up and it's underneath, and I pull the grain out, you know, and and so he, when I'm doing that, he walks underneath, goes inside the grain mill, licking like the dust, the and dust, I'm like, that yes. cannot taste good. No, like that's straight flour, yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Like get out of there. <laughs> so he loves he loves it though. Oh, yeah, he is he a came strictly out a, a brew mess. dog. Yeah, he's a brew dog. That's <laughs> he, great. He had dust all over all over him. All right, let's take a quick break because, man, I'm the only one out of beer. That's that's <laughs> what's going on here. All right, this isn't the first time this has happened. <laughs> All right, take a quick break. We get back. We have 4J Brewing Company hanging out. Uh, this is Drink of Ages. Be right back.
Our friends on the west side at No Label Brewery have been real busy. They're making great beers like Side Haze, Phase 2, and now Squeeze and Twist IPA. This low ABV is great for all day taking care of business. Very light and refreshing. Squeeze and Twist IPA from No Label is one to try. You can find this beer on draft and in new 12-ounce cans along with other No Label Brews at your favorite store, bar, or stop by the brewery and get some. NoLabelBrew.com Wild West Brew Fest is happening May 4th and 5th at Katie Mills Mall in the parking lot. This award-winning beer festival features over 130 breweries and over 600 beers. This beer fest has something for everyone. Come out May 4th and join us at the launch party to get everyone ready for the big fest on Saturday, May 5th. VIP tickets are available and offers more specialty brews and delicious complimentary food. WildWestBrewFest.com for all the info and tickets. The Wild West Brew Fest is one of the few events of its kind that donates all proceeds to charity. Come out and have some great beer and a good time while also supporting a wonderful cause. WildWestBrewFest.com This is Drink of Ages Radio Show. DJ Muskratch, we're here at Drink of Ages Pub, 1005 Wall Drive, and we're hanging out with 4J Brewing Company. We have Jennifer, Larry, and Paige sitting around drinking some good beers uh, that we have on the top wall, but we haven't even broken to the cooler yet for some 4J beers. <laughs> the best beers. So what first? <laughs> Is that our cue? Amber. That's a, Amber first. That's let's start best. with some ambers. I think the ambers, amber is stout. Is that amber? So good. So... I, I'm watch it watch, watch the it. CO2 see now this would be perfect if yeah. we had some white lightning in here <laughs> <laughs> we were laughing about that on the we're way it kind of looks a little moonshine-ish I, I like we're it it's a moonshine container it's mason jars very, we didn't know if we had enough growl, you know, growlers and how much to bring and we have to make uh, what? five of them yeah, yeah, we should do have plenty of. So let's work. talk about the brewery for a little bit. You guys just recently opened up Spring Branch. So yes. it's uh, just inside the Bellway. Yes. Blaylock. And yeah. Westview. So going towards Katy, exit Blaylock, go about a mile to Westview, and we're pretty much at that intersection. So um, we're really close to I-10. When did you guys officially open up? Lot. Two weekends ago. <laughs> <laughs> it was recent. Yes. yes. Uh, the 24th. Yeah. 24. And you guys did it in a really cool way, though. Just kind of keep things under Small, some control. Yes. Yeah. So you, you had tickets to come. Yeah. But tickets included beer, glass, glass food. Everything. And we're doing the same thing this weekend as well. So tickets are still available uh, for this weekend. Oh, you, you thirsty, Dad? Yeah. to make sure quality make control. Sure quality good. control. Um, so we saw tickets available. That like pale ale. It, well, which one did you pour? <laughs> did you get out the pale ale? <laughs> you probably poured the pale ale. Or Look the, at this. Oh, you did pour the pale ale. All right, so we'll start off with some pale ale. <laughs> yep, that's yeah, the pale ale. There's the amber over there. No, that's the, <laughs> <or> the stout. <laughs> we, we don't know. They're you all know they're all unmarked. Let's just pass around the mason jar. Take a sip from the mason jar. You know, we'll just do it like the good old moonshine way. I was yeah. gonna say that was a that was the funniest tasting amber I ever had. It was it was a little light looking to me. Yeah. Yeah, it just passed a jar open. around and it's like, all right, we'll get through the fourth segment, maybe. Um, <laughs> but at least it's beer though. Yeah. But yeah, so this is let's just talk about the pale ale. Yeah. Cheers. So cheers. 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 Smooth. So. It's not hoppy, 
but we are adding a little bit more hop to it. Um, there, you get some hot flavor, but not the bitterness. Yeah, you definitely get the, the, the front part of the hoppiness. Yeah. So we're uh, just adjusting with our system and everything like that. So that I, I wish we started, I mean, you know, this, this is the one beer that I feel like there, to make some adjustments. The other ones, I'm, you know, I. Yeah, that's actually really a great, great one to start with. But mm-hmm. um, I mean, it's really, it's still really light, still really easy to drink. It's, I think, five point two percent this one, and um, I mean, it, it's a great introductory beer too. I mean, because it's still not hoppy yet, you know. So, um, I mean, people really like it still. As a non-Forge employee, I would say <laughs> that the things I like about most about Forge beer is that they're all easy to drink. So one thing I've always told her, even when they first started this, was regardless of which beer you're drinking, um, you go to a bar and you know you drink maybe one amber, one stout, one pale ale, and then you're kind of like, I can't drink this all day. With all of their beers, you can drink them all all day long. They're all very smooth. They're all very easy to drink. They're all very enjoyable and refreshing. Yeah. And I think that's what's really good about their pale ale. While maybe it's not as hoppy as most people are used to, it's really easy to drink, and I think that's something they'll keep up. What is the ABV on this? 5.2. 5.2. So it is our, it is our lightest beer. Um, and, and, and again, since this was our first brew with our first, you know, brew with all of our new, our beers, um, we, we're still working out some things. So like our, uh, our Amber is 5.2, I mean, uh, no, 7, 7.2%. So that's, that's very so that's strong nice for an Amber. Yes. Um, it's and a big Amber. We're, we're working on our, our volume and cause I didn't get the, quite the kegs that I wanted on that amount of beer for our grain bill. So, you know, we're working that out. Stout 7.5, uh, this blonde's 5.5. Five. So, which is a lot for a blonde as well. So, you know, we're working that out, but um, it's, it makes it for a fun day, honestly. <laughs> I mean, well, I mean. <laughs> it all comes back to the easy drinking. Like, yeah. they want, they, she's told me so many times they want to make beer that people enjoy drinking more than just one, you yeah. know? And so I think that's something that they'll achieve even when they make the pale ale more hoppy. It'll be something that yeah. I would drink five in a row of. And, and dad, when he started it, that his whole when he started homebrewing, his thing he's a bush drinker. He loves him some bush bush drink. You know he loves bush, bush beer. Bush beer. So till, still he loves beer. bush. Yeah. So he he drinks that, and when he's not drinking four J, you know. I'm, of course. I'm, it's a it's been a long transition, but no, I mean when he started homebrewing, his whole idea was a stronger beer, uh, but very easy to drink light beer to drink and he thought it'd be cheaper for him to make it himself than to buy it somebody else's mm-hmm. which maybe to this day is not not the case anymore <laughs> but um but it's it's still that's where it came from we it's easy to drink we till it, we still that's what we started on easy to drink and hot high in alcohol pretty much so so, so larry uh, you start off. Uh, you've been brewing beer for a long time. About home fifty years, I guess. About good fifty <laughs> years of brewing beer. Yeah, uh, yeah I know. It's like man, I, I'm working on about. I don't know how old am I these days. <laughs> <laughs> I asked myself the same question. Jeez. 
Something 27, I think. Yeah. 27? That, Almost that 30? I guess. Oh, yeah, that's right. I just turned, my birthday was March 13th, and that oh, was and you turned, big 30. Okay. So it was, it was a great party. Welcome. By the way. You guys missed it. Oh. I'll give you a little, little ancient history here. My dad was born in 1910 and grew up in the country. And you all, everybody knows what happened in 1920. That's when Prohibition came in. So him and his dad, he learned how to brew beer from his dad because if you wanted a beer, you had to make it yourself. And so from then on till 33, they had to make their own beer. Ba- bathtub. Bathtub and beer. all my family made beer <laughs> and wine for years and years during all Prohibition and then continued it on after that. Uh, so that's how I learned because... Uh, I started working in a wine garden store in the produce department in 1960, and my dad would have me bring home all the grapes that were left over. Because uh, grapes the, do not really I, go bad. I, yeah, <laughs> yeah our garage, especially yeah, when you turn it into wine. wine, and our garage was filled with beer and wine. Man, that he sounds made, like a great place to grow up, honestly. <laughs> I mean, how, 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 when, how old were you at this time? That, yeah, cause, 13, 14? Well, I was born in 46, so uh, I was I started working at the grocery store when I was 13 yeah. in 1960. So, so I mean, was it some going in there, like, sampling and sneaking some wine, or was it just like, <laughs> hey, this is a family business in the garage. We're going to make this happen. He, he never really said you can't drink whatever you want and never fussed about it, so... Take drink. advantage of that. Yes. It drink constant. all you can drink. Yeah. Take all you. What do you What do you say? Drink all you can. Uh, eat all. Eat all you can take. And what is it? I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> but, We're drunk. He said something great. <laughs> and yeah, it was, one, it was, that one time. It, it was, was wonderful. We need to sample all this beer. Yeah. Maybe I'll remember. <laughs> yeah. He has a lot of good like life lessons. But, yeah. All these phrases like, five words, and everything. Yeah. But I had you know aunts and uncles. They all made their own beer, and that's just. The way the you, did. you have the recipe. Yeah, I have a recipe that was when I got out of the Navy in 1969. Um, Solid my, year. Well, my my aunt uh, <laughs> came over. I said, I want to make, I want to start making some beer, you know, because it's been a while and everything. And I said, she said, well, I'll get you. I'll write down a recipe. She wrote me down a recipe. I've still got it. It's handwritten from like 69, and I was going to frame it and put it on the wall yeah. there at 4J. We still but, need to. But it's, you know, it's bathtub beer. You, yeah. you know what I'm talking yes. about? Yes, yeah, yeah. Because we would make it in the bathtub. Yeah. All you need is some good hot water. Yeah. 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 T- testing for bacteria was not a thing in those days. <laughs> no. No, open fermentation La- Lab equipment. Was, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Probably was a really big, nice porcelain yeah. bathtub that everyone so, wants so in their home. So the, the week of fermentation... Was, uh, we Did were, you bathe? Uh, <laughs> outside with a water hose. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Still counts. Yeah, it still all counts. <laughs> yeah. So it, it was a lot of fun. Sounds like it. 1969. <laughs> Solid year. Solid yeah. year. We, we like Solid that year. year. Yes. Man, how, how far away is 2069? Because that should be a party. But that would be about uh, 51 years from now. Good job, Paige. Oh, yeah. We'll be around. That's why I keep her around. That was my minor. Yeah. She's an all What was your major? Quantitative Drink beer drinking. And also go (laughs) hang out at the bar that Jennifer's bartending at. Because we'll drink Fireball together in the attic. Not much has changed since college. (laughs) I, I, 
I now own a bar. At least yes. I'm not, you know, I was a bartender. Now I'm owning a bar. If you wonder and why I still have the same friend. Yeah. <laughs> I can't, I can't yeah, get rid beer. of her. Yeah. Beer just, just brings uh, everyone together uh, at yes. the end of the day. Or morning, or afternoon. When Jennifer told me I'm gonna quit my job and start a brewery, I was like, "Yes, John, I'll be there. Let me know what you need." All right. Well, let's take a quick break. We get back. We'll go through some more beers. We'll talk more of 4J Brewing Company. This is Drink of Ages. Be right back. Whether a startup brewery or distillery or you've been around for years, the badass folks at Cash Branding has to be your go-to source for branded merchandise and apparel. Cash Branding does it all, from imprinted glassware, coasters, koozies, tin tackers, and bottle openers to dickies and red cap work shirts, t-shirts, and caps. Their apparel decorating options are top-notch, offering embroidery and the latest trends in screen printing, using water-based and discharge inks to achieve that super soft feel. Artwork services and samples are always free. Why go out of town or use multiple supplies for your branded merchandise keep it local like we do let the badasses at cash branding the official merchandise sponsor of drink of ages kick your branded merchandise and apparel up a notch give them a call at 855-376-7638 or check them out cashbranding.com We are back and we're sitting here with 4J Brewing Company sampling, sampling some 4J beers with Larry, Jennifer, and Paige. Uh, so we broke out the amber, which is a very nice high ABV, 7.2% amber. Very easy drinking, as Paige says. She's absolutely right. Uh, but uh, the system you guys are brewing on, uh, what, what size system do you guys have? Two barrel. Technically, the brewing system, technically one and a half. One and a half. Our tanks are two barrels. So that's kind of how, if if anybody asks us what we brew on, that's what we say two barrel. That's why he just said two barrel. So, because every time I brew, it's a double batch. So every time I brew, we fill up one tank. So tanks are two barrels. So technically, you know, every time I brew, I brew a barrel. Fill up, you know, two barrels. Nice little small brew house. The, the yes. previous system was a half barrel that yeah. I built from scratch. Which, let's talk about some of the old homebrew days. I mean, it, it's, <laughs> it, it, take it, homebrewing is the best hobby. And oh. I've said this like a thousand times on the show. It's the best hobby yeah. known to mankind. Once oh, you yeah. start, you can't yeah. stop. It's If I had to list one, uh, or let's, let's say, what are the top five hobbies? Yeah, homebrewing. Uh, astronomy is a great hobby. PG uh, rated? I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, we can we can continue this. All right. I'm just kidding. beer drinking. That's not that's not homebrew. Cornhole. Yeah, that's a cornhole. cornhole. Yeah. <laughs> can we can we uh, say that on the radio? I'm just playing. It's a game. It is a game. Is I know it's like the worst name. Game. It is the worst named game when in the I, history of some man. people call it bags. When I uh, bags, bags bags makes more sense. I was putting out I the cornhole on Saturday and I said, Dad, we need to put out the cornhole. He said, Put out the what? <laughs> I was like, the game. It's a you know <laughs> he did not that he didn't know about. Are so. there kids around? Yeah. <laughs> what exactly? What's going on with cornhole? I think he's Bates. pulling out homebrew pictures. Bates. Is that what you're doing? As you're the Michigan. Well, I was looking for my first. No, skip uh, through that picture. I'm gonna show. No, that skip one. through that. 
Okay, well, now we have to tell it because I made a big deal about it. Yeah. Let me so, find my... Oh, should we tell that? Okay, right, so my sister... My, so, 4J comes from the... Well, really the ranch, but um, also because of... There we go. There's a picture. There's my homebrew system, the half-barrel system. That's a, actually a very nice oh, yeah, homebrew system. Yeah, with the... Yes. Yep. That's a semi-professional. Oh yeah, well, I've got the. It was awesome. We rigged it up. It was it was perfect. Yeah, it, I mean it makes perfect beer. Yeah. yeah. Still got it. Yeah. And then we went to the barrel and a half. Yeah. So. Well, and I've never cooked on the it. Hair clip. I've yeah. never cooked on the new one. It's been all her. Yep. Yeah. He's ready. To, he needs to retire because I brew Wednesdays and he still works. So he has to retire. That's my motivation to get him to retire because I want him working at Fortune. Of course. Yeah. So I said, you, if you want to brew with me, you need to retire. I'm kind of enjoying this. You doing it. <laughs> yeah, because I brew at 530 That's part of retiring. <laughs> part of retiring is making yeah. Jennifer. Yeah. Part brew. of, or uh, Jennifer is like, part of retiring is you working some more. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so no, he, uh, earlier he actually said, if you are, he retires. You are my retirement. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, I know. But earlier he said, if I retire, then... You know, we were talking about. He's, I said, "You you won't be here at 5:30 when I am, or five when I when I get here." He said, "Oh no, I'll come in for the second second batch at 12." <laughs> That's good retirement, right yeah, there. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you guys just recently opened up. When when did this whole idea come together? Like Jennifer, when did you decide? You know what I want to do? I want to open up a brewery. June, I guess really July 2015. So I was laid off June 2015 from the banking industry. And at that time, my parents were renovating the space that we are in now. They, they own the entire complex where, the, where Forte is located and, and the surrounding warehouses and office spaces. And so uh, I got laid off. Dad and I were brewing every Friday, Saturday. I mean, it was, we called it making some, drinking some. We were drinking way more than we were making anything. You know, and then and then so I got laid off, and they were renovating the space. Then you went to, we but, but then you went to work for the general contractor after that. Once I submitted TABC. I thought you did that before. No, we so we signed the lease, so we, we created the company and everything. He's not he's not owner. Mom mom, if mom was sitting here, she'd give me the exact dates and times and money and everything. <laughs> yeah. So. She's she's the the details behind everything, but no, um, but no, he he just says yes. <laughs> That's his job. Like a, like a like, dad's supposed yeah, to, right? Yeah, yeah. dad of all like, girls. Like he a, says any yes. daughter yeah. wants her dad to say, so yeah. say yes. That's all he I says. I said, hey, this is going to be your company. I'm going to help you do everything. Hold your hand, whatever you want me to do. I'll do all the. You know, I built all the glycol. Yeah. I have a heating and air conditioning license. I have a master's in electronics. Yeah. I've got everything, all the technical qualifications in the world, and I build everything from scratch. Yeah. Built all the glycol system, and yeah. you know, for her to brew and keep everything cool and whatever. Yep. And so, but it's hers. Yeah. But if anything breaks down, it's his. <laughs> <laughs> Dad, I need you. I get it right back. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> But you've been homebrewing for a long time. Because I remember when me and Jennifer were first in college, not even of drinking age, she was telling me about how you were homebrewing. So you've been homebrewing for a long time. I feel like like Paige and Jennifer may have had some beers before legal drinking age. No. No, never. Never. In Texas, you know, we were with our parents. 
Oh, so we it was actually legal. Yeah, so yes. they could tell us it was okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, no, but I mean, once I got, when I got laid off, that was when the, oh crap, what am I doing with my life? I knew I was one in my own company. I was marketing management school, finance accounting after school. And so it just all kind of it fell into place. And I, you know, I, we were home brewing and we loved it and wanted to go from there. And they said, if you want to do it, here's your spot. So mom, Marilyn, Give me a lease, number one. <laughs> so she's she's our landlord, and uh, made me sign a lease, and there we go. So Man, my my landlord here at Drink of Eight. I, I don't know if I should say this online, but <laughs> no Maryland. Just, yeah, no Maryland. Yeah, no, I don't know. It's probably Maryland too. No. <laughs> hey, Muskratch, cut that last part. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, she's like, you know what, John, your rent's going up. Yeah, I think I think yes. she charges us the most out of everybody. I don't know. Yeah, and how much? It's not my business, but. And how much have you paid in three zero. years? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, she, that's part of her contribution that's, to the, the company. Yeah. Exactly. Well, no, and I mean, she's getting it's, paid back. For sure. it, it sounds like a. It was a great time to hey, a father and daughter little situation to, to come together and make this. In which we earlier we talked about four J's. The name comes from you and all your sisters. Yes. And so the ranch when I was born, August. You know, I'm not gonna say the year. I mean, I guess. Well, whatever. I'm not that old. Twenty six. We know. How much page? Eighty one. If you can't you're, remember. You're going on twenty six. You're twenty six. Okay. Old. Yeah. So August I always 18. have to ask Paige. Seriously. I will text her asking how old I am. I can never remember. <laughs> I know so Jennifer's birthday, but 1991, when I was born, my parents' farm in Lee County, Texas, or Lexington, or Blue, Texas, uh, they named it Four J Ranch. So after the four girls, and um, that's when it, it's always been Four J, and they had four cows. In the and very Jennifer, beginning, Jennifer is the fourth J. No, I'm the fourth one out of all of us. There's Jessica, Jackie, Joanna, and Jennifer. And um, so I'm the fourth one, and that's kind of where it came from. So the logo, uh, if you in the inside, it's the 4J brand. And then we, you know, the, the brewing company, that's from the ranch. The brewing company created the, like, the outside of it. So the circle. And actually, Paige's husband, fiance, uh, well, husband. no, boyfriend at the time. Boyfriend. At the time, he actually designed it on the, you know, computer systems and all that fun stuff. And each stuff. beer was, something a lot of people don't know is each beer was... Um, inspired by each one of the four J's. Yeah. So one of them yeah. is the blonde, one of them is the amber, one of them is the stout, and one of them is the pale ale. Yeah. So that's which which that's one's the stout one? Jackie. Yes. Jackie. <laughs> I am. You am. Yeah. Okay. I am. That's not my place to say. It's not my place to Jessica's say. Jessica's the pale ale. Jackie. Wait, 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 wait. She's the first one. Joanna's the Larry, amber. Larry. Which one is Jennifer? Yeah, really. Before the stout? That one. Yeah, I know. But, but, but which beer is that one? That's a safe answer. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the other thing. He would he always refers to us as numbers. So when he's ever talking to anybody and he dad says, oh, yeah, number one's doing this, number two's doing this, number three, you know, he always, it was always numbers. So that's where, where all, it, all of it came from. It really, that, that just so he doesn't have to remember our names. I mean, that's kind of where it came <laughs> no. from. He I'm knows all their names. So, Larry, I understand now why you brewed a lot of beer. That's and right. And sat around and drank a lot you of beer. four daughters. Four daughters. 
and a wife. Only and a wife. I only and have, a wife. I have one daughter and one wife, and I am like, I need a bar because I can't add afford. Also, add in two granddaughters and yeah. two granddaughters. Yep. And they're all and they're hundred percent German. Yeah. <laughs> mm. So if you come to Four J, the or sorry, when you come to Four J, the uh, all well, there'll be three of us. Probably at all times, and um, the, one the of first one was, in New, Orleans, was in New Orleans, so she can't come, or you know, she lives out of town. So unfortunately, she won't be here. But that's the only reason why she isn't here. Um, yep. But they're they're full supporters and love it, and, and drink all the beer if I if I didn't hold them back. So. Such, a, <laughs> such a, I mean, it's just a great little family dynamic you guys have. So let's just take another quick break and when we get back we'll talk about the other beers that we're going to drink and some more with 4J Brewing Company. Tap is killing it with their IPAs, Heavy Hands, Justin, Houston Hayes, Draped Up. All have been phenomenal brews. With all the tasty releases, man, don't forget about Hop Gusher. This has been one of my favorite go-to beers for a while now. 6.5% nicely balanced with a blast of hoppy aroma. The citrus taste and slight bitterness makes this a crowd pleaser. Grab some Hop Gusher and make this a regular in your beer fridge. If you are a fan of good beer, then come by Drink of Ages Pub, 1005 Wall Drive in Montrose. We have over 200 beers with 32 specialty rotating taps of badass beers, cider, kombucha, and cold-brewed nitro coffee. Take a 32-ounce growler or build a mixed six-pack to go. You can even bring your own growlers in, and we will fill them. Drink of Ages Pub, badass beer for here, badass beer to go. Ages. This is this is Drink of Ages. And fourth segment. My scratch, man, I, every once in a while it really surprises me. It's like, holy crap, it's the fourth segment already. But, uh, you know, when you're sitting around with good people drinking some good beers, man, I mean, time just flies by in such a good way. Uh, we are hanging out here at Drink of Ages Pub with 4J Brewing Company. We have friend Paige, Dad Larry, and... Uh, what, what exactly title are you going by? I, I was about to say, you're number four. Number four, Jennifer. I don't, I don't know. Beer drinker, Jennifer. So, <laughs> head brewer, uh, CFO, the BAC. Yeah, and it's Jennifer, right? Blood alcohol content? Blood alcohol Man, content. Man, that's, you beam. I was, I was saying a badass chick. Oh, but, oh <laughs> yeah. even better. I love it. Like, do I, am I cut off? Is that you know, what that means? The IBU. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we need an acronym for that. Uh, that I'll think it. Before we're done, we'll, we'll, we'll come up with something. Yeah, see, badass chick. <laughs> but, yeah, we're, we're talking with 4J Brewing Company out there in, you know, the little small part of Houston. Uh, Spring Branch. Spring dirty, Branch. Dirty Branch. The Dirty Branch. Dirty Branch. Dirty branch. Dirty branch. <laughs> The Dirty Branch, I-10, Blaylock, and 
No, but that, that area of town is, is just seems to be very underserved. I mean, the branch opened up, which yes. is a great spot. And another bar. Another bar. Well, it's coming. So there's the branch. 4J just opened, obviously, and Cobble and Spoke. So literally, it's almost a triangle of craft beer. So coming at you real strong. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> it's a yeah. I mean, it's a very populated area of town. Yeah. And but it's great to see some new businesses popping in. When Kyle opened up mm-hmm. the the branch over there, I stopped by and it's like, man, this is going to be a phenomenal location. And which he knows what he's doing. He's got great beer, great food. And if you've yeah. never been there, you need to look up the branch and stop by and, and check them out. But um, uh, yeah. So you guys are over there, which is the area of town that you grew up in. Yes. Memorial High School. Mustangs, yay, yeah, yay. Yeah. Memorial, mu- <laughs> the Mustangs. Mustangs. Yay, yeah, yay. Yeah. But Larry. She got excited about this new thing she's doing. Well, we started, we, <laughs> I swear, like, I wish I had all the sound effects on my phone. The pew, pew, pew. Yeah. yeah all the so DJ we, we can do all the DJ stuff. Yeah. It's, it's, it's I can a, do the just, yay, just, yay whenever you want. Yeah. Just let me just, know. Like, hit the button. Just hit the button. Where, where's, which button do I press to make that, that sound? Yay, yeah, yay. Yeah. <laughs> That's the one. She, she hit her own button. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Are the listeners drinking as much as, as we are at this point? How come my button doesn't work? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Her mother also is a graduate of Spring Ranch High School. Yeah, she's OG, she's OG Spring Ranch. Spring yeah, Ranch. Yeah. yeah. Not so, even Spring Ranch High School is not even in existence anymore. I'm not going to mention her class number because yeah, she'll be fussing at me. Yeah, exactly. 1993. That's no, what I was thinking. Not quite. <laughs> that's, that's, oh yeah, absolutely. That's a great year. Absolutely, 1993. Yeah. Best year ever. What a year. What a year. If you were listening yes. the entire segment, you would absolutely know. How great 1969. Solid year. Solid, Solid year. Yeah. And I was also a Mustang, but I was an Austin Mustang yeah. from the east end of, school, of uh, Houston. Yeah. Gotcha. Grew up on the east end. Navigation was his jam. You know, you know I've heard stories of Houston, like in, you know, all the way from, you know, the big prohibition days, all the way up to the 50s and 60s, like good old Telephone Road. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Was uh, oh, yeah. the place... It was a, I mean, it's not like the best road ever, but it was not the best road like in the 50s and 60s. There were three rules there. Keep your eyes open, your mouth shut, and your back to the wall. (laughs) And you could survive on Telephone Road. Jeez. I was, uh, as a matter of fact, I was playing in a band in about 1970, 76, I guess. And we was playing in a band over off Telephone Road, and I walked in with my guitar in a case, and there was this big guy standing there, and he says, had a counter there in front of the front door, and he says, he looked at me, and he said, are you with a band? I said, yes, sir. He says, have you got a gun? And I said, no. He said, okay, I'll give you one after a while. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was tough. <clears throat> there, there's a lot of a lot of history of Houston that, that people do not know about. Uh, you know, they like, even the the good old like I said back in Prohibition days. You, know, you had Detroit, Chicago, New York, New Orleans. You hear about all that, but then you start reading about like Houston history, 
And they were all trying to gain control over this territory. So there was... Yeah, but they couldn't do it. They couldn't do it. Yeah. And and so it was just like just really ruthless stuff happening here. And then, the, of course, you know, who didn't love heroin in the 50s? And, I mean, who better? Yeah. And so uh, apparently there was a red light district downtown yeah. as well. Oh, yeah. It's crazy, man. And the chicken ranch in LaGrange. Rest in peace. Peace. Uh, <laughs> yes. Marvin Zindler. Yep. Oh, yeah. I, I could tell you some stories, but it would probably get me in trouble about that. <laughs> yeah. Well, you yeah, know, with not. your law background. So <laughs> what, what we talked about uh, during the last break was, Larry, that you were a sheriff, Harris County Sheriff. Yeah, for as well. 17 years. So, I mean, you know, it's, it's, I have found that uh, a friend of mine's brother and his stepdad were sheriffs. And when my friend's brother got married... There was a lot of shots taken and a lot of drinking with a lot of sheriff's department people. And it's like, hey, man, maybe these guys aren't so bad after all. (laughs) They're just normal people. Look at him. He's opening a brewery. And here you are opening a brewery. She is. Yeah. (laughs) You're maintaining the brewery. How's that? Quality control. Yes. Hey, you're the reason she got into Yeah, I'm I'm the landlord. Yeah. But still, Jennifer wouldn't be interested in beer if it wasn't for you. I, I stole his idea. That's what. Yeah, she. I stole his hobby. That's what yeah, he said. Yeah, she said. One day she came to me. She says, "I'm tired of working in these little cubicles, yep. crunching numbers." She says, "I want to do something else." I said, "What do you want to do?" And she says, "I want to open a brewery." I said, "Let's go." Here's your spot. I remember in the day she texted me the same thing. <laughs> she was like, oh, my God, I hate my job. This is so miserable. <laughs> and she's well, like, I'm going to open a brewery with my dad. And I'm like, you do you, baby boo. Yeah. Sitting, you do you, baby yeah. boo. Sitting in a cubicle is the worst. Oh, okay. I mean, it is really, I mean, I know there are a lot of people do it. And you know, I feel sorry for you. I mean, I do it. I literally, do you I, do that it? is what I do. Yes. I, I did it for about maybe three years and then I'm like you know what I'm just not even going to show up for work anymore Yeah. and then I open up a bar but now now it's different because th- this whole concept I'm honestly trying to understand is when you're look when you when you work in a cubicle that's, that's a terrible the job continues the next day we were talking about this earlier it's still there the next day but and, and if you go on vacation for two weeks it's still there not, I'm not saying, back, not saying the job but the, but the work is still there when you work in a brewery or a manufacturing or a facility where it depends on how much you sell or how much you make, it's totally different. Yeah. If you don't brew, if you don't keg, if you don't make, if you don't transfer, I mean, it's it's, it's not there. When it's, it's strictly based on your schedule. Especially with all, like financing, that never stops. You're right. But when you're brewing, you come to an end. And then you start over again. Yeah. And so you can go, oh, that was great. Let's sit back and have a beer. Exactly. When you are, in which, yes, I'm not even going to do all my whole oh, no, philosophy on this you, stuff. If you, like, insult people working in cubicles. No. No, no, no. no. I'm, not, I'm not insulting was, cubicles I, I, at all. Because one me. of the best things that I had, the most joy I had with working in cubicles was making other people talk to me and make them not work. Yeah. So I would sit there. <laughs> And and not doing not doing I'm not doing anything I'm watching movies but I would make conversation with everybody around me and just start something that's like 
So, did you watch the news today? And you know, find some. Just it didn't matter what I believe. I would, I would make up something. I'd be like, you know what? I think Satan's a good idea. Just to start a conversation, and just, just to have everybody going, no, we're not. And, and just to have everybody arguing, and that's that was my enjoyment in a cubicle. Well, I think as a friend of Jennifer and knowing her family. I mean, maybe I'm biased. I know I'm biased, but regardless, no, you're, you're not biased. Was Jennifer had a job that like promised her, you know, like if I show up to work every day, I'm getting paid, you know, whatever. But she still was like, you know what? I want to do. I want to do this whole brewery thing, and she's like very passionate about it. And that's what I applaud her for. Is she quit her regular job that promised her, you know, a regular income? And she still chose, you know what, I love beer, I like, I think be like me and my dad and my mom can go somewhere, and she quit her job, and she was like, let's go for it. And I think well, that's what's great about 4J, is, you know, they're all about, let's do what we love, regardless of what, I mean, obviously, what money comes in is, you're obviously dependent on that, but she was just like, you know what, I have a, I have a job that can provide me money, but you know what, I'm going to do something I like more. That, that that's very nice, and at the same time, I mean, Larry, as a dad in this, uh, you know, I have kids, and it's like, man, how do you connect and do stuff with your kids, you know? And and, and right now, my kids are teenagers, so that's a whole another animal that you have to deal with then. But I, I know that when we get older, it's like, all right, we're gonna find some common ground and do things with. And the fact that you guys, you know, had this as a common ground of brewing beer together, spending weekends beer together. Drinking. Drinking beer together, I, it's it's an awesome thing. Yeah, the other the other three daughters, they love to come drink the beer <laughs> and everything. They grew up drinking beer, of course. You know, after but they, they were they're all older. teachers and, and had their own professions. And, uh, and you know, two three, including her, three out of the four are teachers. Yeah. And taught school, so. Uh, At some point. They they love to socialize and drink beer, but she was the only one interested in actually getting her hands into it and making it. I remember when we first started, or when, or when I first started with you, Dad, and I would write notes down. I would I would in the beginning pages of our note. You know, every time we brewed, we had pages of notes. I mean, and I would I would write down. Okay. You know, mashing what it, what it, you know, and, and write down whatever note I needed to look up the next day, and it just started from there. And, and once I start looking up this, and then I read about this, and read about watch this, and I mean, it, it you can't stop. I mean, it's addicting. Once, once obviously you start I didn't somewhere. Obviously, I didn't write anything down. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was different times. <laughs> but I know what you're saying, though, Jennifer is. is um, uh, like the first batch of homebrew that I made, I sat there and I looked at the ingredients and I looked at what needed to be done and I looked at the recipe and, and how I'm supposed to do stuff. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to watch one more YouTube video. Yeah. Then I'm going something. to come and do this. Yeah, and then once, Yeah, watch then something. I read so many books. And then once you brew your first batch, you're just like, all right, yeah. let's make more. The only bad thing is there's no books or nothing on commercial brewing. So when we, I, I crack up, I mean, it's, you know, it's it's funny to us now, but we we got our tanks in May. We got our first two tanks in May. What was it, 2016? Probably. I don't know. I, I can't remember. Maybe it's 2017. I don't know. Anyways, we the the tanks came in stainless steel, and they they come in um, total shell. Inside, you open it, and there's a box of parts. 
I mean, it's like putting a, a car together. And we looked at each other, and and we're like, all right, yeah, uh, it, you know, it's seven o'clock p.m. Let let let's do this tomorrow. You know, we looked at it for months and couldn't figure this crap out. Like, there's holes everywhere. There's parts and, and clamps and gaskets that we didn't even know the names to over the time. Because it's different from homebrewing. It's totally different from homebrewing. And um, so finally, we, we researched and read and, and rediscovered everything else. And, it, and, and it's funny looking back because now we know, you know, what all of it is and right. where everything goes. But um, it, was it was tougher for a while. Yeah. There's no manual. You know, there's no, there's no paperwork. It's, it's just a diagram. So you have to figure it out. So we did. Well, hey, you learn how to do it. You uh, got everything put together. You're actually making beer. So congratulations on getting the brewery Thank open. Thank you. I mean, that, that's that's Man, a look huge at this. Feat. It, it, it pooched out the lid. Our mason jar. Uh, yes. Can you hear that on the My one last piece about 4J. Y'all ready for some? Again, I'm biased. Ready for some 4J stout? One thing I love about 4J is they're not just trying to do the same thing that everyone else does. They do something to try and be different than everyone else and make them kind of have their own brand, and that's why I love them. Even if I didn't know Jennifer or her dad or her mom, I think y'all do a really good job of kind of making your own brand and making your own beer. That's what me and Tanner have always said. Like, y'all always make it your own. Thanks, Paige. I promise we did not hire her to say anything. Yeah, she didn't. She <laughs> this is a paid spokesperson. For <laughs> no. Yes, maybe I'm like her BFF. But she just gets beer. Just, <laughs> I get free beer, but give her enough beer, she'll say anything. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah really. I'm kind of the same way. You can't beat the heart and the drive that you find in them and their mom. Or, <laughs> Yeah, and, and when you come and hang out at 4J, it's our family. It's us. Yeah. You see five of us only because Jessica lives in New Orleans. Otherwise, you'd see all six of us and her husband and her nieces, you know, my nieces, her kids and friends. and family. I mean, you, you're coming like out. A, like a family reunion. It's, yeah. it's, it's a casual family it's affair. Hang out. It's have your dogs and friends and family and kids. Everybody's welcome. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. And there's nothing like that else here in Houston, so... Congratulations on you guys getting opened up. I mean, that's a that's a big jump Thank right you. there, and uh, the beers have been great. We're drinking the stout right now. That's uh, my favorite. Yes, this is a very easy drinking stout. Seven by the way. and a half percent. Well, seven and a half percent. So smooth. Easy drinking. So smooth. That, that's a big deal. All right. Well, then I think it's time to wrap up the show. <laughs> what do you? Uh, one more question. This. What do you think this would taste like with a scoop of bluebell ice cream in it? Oh, vanilla. Probably. But wait, that's not the question. Is it vanilla or chocolate? That's your know. question. Oh no, it would. Chocolate. Yeah, homemade chocolate? vanilla. Vanilla. Oh. What do you think? I think it would be pretty fantastic. You think so? We're yes. gonna have to do that Saturday. I think I think a scoop of ice cream in the stout. Yeah, yeah. it's gonna be pretty delicious. Yeah, we mm. have to. All right. Well, thank you guys for coming on 4J Brewing Company, Jennifer, Larry, and Paige. Thanks thank for coming you. and hanging out. What's that? <clears throat> oh yeah. Good point, Muskrash. <laughs> I always forget stuff. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, thank you guys for coming. <laughs> I forget where I was. It might be the beer. Um, <laughs> That's a good sign. Good sign. Yes. Cheers. But cheers. cheers.
4J Brewing Company, Spring Branch. Congratulations on opening. Uh, also, and want to thank Bell's Brewing Company for sponsoring tonight's episode of Drink of Ages. Go out there and drink some Oberon if you've never tried it. They shut down a whole city when Oberon releases and for Oberon Day. And so if you haven't had it, you can find it now in Houston. Go out there and get some. And Muskrat, you and I need to go visit Larry Bell this summer and hang out with that guy because he was pretty, pretty amazing. Yeah, Muskrat is double thumbing up. So, 4J Brewing Company, thanks for hanging out. Uh, this is Drink of Ages Radio Show. Yeah. And Cheers. Bye, guys. You can listen to any of the old shows uh, by going to iTunes, drinkofages.com. You can find us on SoundCloud and a bunch of various other podcast sites. Go Astros, go Rockets, and we'll talk to everybody next week.